It is time for another edition of the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. And again, you can listen to us on Spotify. Spotify for podcasters, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get podcasts. Follow us on the social medias on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Two Bums and a Mike. I am talking really fast because we have really big breaking news. I am Mike Marzin, and I'm joined right now impromptu by one of my lifelong friends, Christian Landreth. And as you have hopefully listened to the most previous podcast episode before this one as as right before we started recording this it just dropped and this will be hopefully going up the next morning or if not the next day i don't know when exactly this is going to go up but we're going to get out to you as as soon as we can the white Sox have actually done something they actually <laughs> made some big big boy moves and in the case of they actually did something that at least us as the fans have been clamoring for for some time as of what six o'clock this afternoon late afternoon central time here in the city of chicago the white Sox have effective immediately relieved of their duties general manager rick hahn and president of baseball operations, Kenny Williams. First, first of all, right off the bat, holy crap. This is big news. Like it like we've talked about it forever about, you know, they need to do this and, and like they should do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is big news. The 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 sports world, ESPN's talking about this. Fox is talking about this. Like the whole baseball world and a lot of the sports world are talking about this. So your immediate reactions, Christian, to Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams, they're gone as of effective immediately. As you are sending us Twitter links on our group chat as we're recording <laughs> this right now. Hallelujah. Holy crap. Where's the Tylenol? Uh Check. I mean, where to even, where to even begin? I mean, this is long overdue. God, yeah, it is. I mean, Rick Hahn had been with the team since 2000. Uh, Kenny Williams, I think it was around the same time. 1992, I have it in the article. Oh, 92, right so even earlier, so even longer. He was actually drafted by the White Sox. It's not in this article. and They, they showed this on TV. I didn't even know this. Kenny Williams was drafted as a player by the White Sox in 1982 yep. and played for them from 1986 to 1990, I believe, and then became was served with them in the office since 1992. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know he was a player. Yeah. You, you, you didn't know. Wow. No, I didn't know that. You, Mr. No know everything about baseball didn't know that wow i don't know i don't know i've never claimed to know everything you guys put that <laughs> mantle on me i know i never claimed to know everything but like again like your first and just other reactions to it christian <laughs> to me i saw it and i tried to facetime you guys for like two minutes straight and none of you guys answered because i was trying to get you guys well to i was that. i was out running around errands with my mother yeah when we went to that dinner so mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it's 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 a wonderful day. <laughs> uh, besides the heat, I mean, you couldn't get a more perfect way to end the evening. 
Only if the Sox win, but the probably not. <laughs> well, no, I want I, I want them to lose at this point. Really? Yeah, just get the Why? best draft pick and you know as we can, and then you know just you know hope hope Jerry sells the god darn team. Well, we talked about that in the last episode that we did, which again, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. These are both going to be really close together to each other coming out. So if you haven't listened to the first one yet, mainly talking about Wanda Franco and his sticky situation, that is the title of it. Go listen to that before you listen to this one. But we talked about it yesterday about Jerry Reinsdorf and selling the team about you know, there has been rumors now over these last 24 and almost 48 hours that, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf is considering selling the team. And if he is, you know, where? Or relocating the team whereabouts? Is he going to the suburbs? Is he staying in the city? There's been rumors about him going to Nashville. Relocating to Nashville. So, you say, yes, just absolutely, you know, tank and lose and get the best draft pick and all that. But, like... I don't know if they should be I, I, I never want to wish that because that kinda at least to me kinda you know kinda disrespects the players because that's not what they're there to do and that's not at all what they're trying to do. No no player will ever try to purposely lose. That's not what they do. But if they, I feel like if it, at this rate or not at this rate, like at this point everything's up in the air and if they lose so much that they're on, you know, the A's and Royals level of bad could they actually them moving to Nashville could be more and more of a real possibility like you kind of have to at least throw that point out there would you agree uh (laughs) well first of all uh the lease on the uh, stadium doesn't end for six years so but that but that (laughs) in the terms of a lease that's not very long because this isn't something that, like, oh, we have to wait the six years and then after that season, then we'll figure it out. No, like, you got to find somebody to to get you the property of where you would be. And then an architect to figure out, okay, how do we make this? And then the people to build it. And then the actual money to do it. Like, this isn't a, a, an off-season thing. This will take years in the making to officially do. So maybe not this off-season that they would be considering doing something like that. But the, but next season, if they're serious about that, they're going to start doing that. That it's first not of all, first of all, thing. first of all, the league is not going to let Jerry Reinsdorf move the team out of the city of Chicago. But, a, but the league. But I, I I know you got a, a B point. But to that counterpoint, to that A point that you just made, the league has been has very much noted that they. Very much want a team in Nashville. Nashville yeah, they're, has. They're has not gonna, go ahead. Yeah, but they're they're not going to move a team that is, you know, pretty much has been here ever since baseball was a thing. They're not going to do it. You're not going to move the Yankees. You're not going to move the Red Sox. You're not going to move, you know, the Dodgers. You're not going to move, you know, those teams aren't going to go anywhere. It's it, you know, it's the teams like the A's or. You know, but 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 like that, that. but that but that's the point I just made. You talk about oh, it's the A's. The White Sox are really on that S right now of the A's. No, Who's to M- say Mike, that they wouldn't? Mike, Mike, the White Sox have over a hundred years of history in the MLB. The Oakland A's, uh, 
like I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that matters. It does. I don't think Michael. It matters. I don't think it does as much as we think it does. I think that's a like. I think that is us as a fan talking about that. But if you like, if you think about it, the Brooklyn Dodgers, lot like at that point when they moved out, 80 year history or something some odd of being there, and they left and went to L.A. because that's where the money was, and they and they essentially transformed themselves into the Los Angeles Dodgers. For the better, I would argue. Okay, well, who's to say that I they mean, wouldn't I mean, now? That was, that was a very long better. time ago. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I think yeah. in the way that the sports world works right now, money talks over everything. If the money's right, they well, will go to Nashville. First of all, the market is uh, even for Jerry to even like consider that is. It would be kind of stupid because he can make more money in the city of Chicago than he can in Nashville. But if the if there's an ownership group that is looking to buy a team that will pay him his money, then it's not up to him anymore. And if that ownership group says, "Hey, we're bringing them here," they can do that. Well, it has to the, be approved it, by the league, so. But that's the thing. The league wants a team in Nashville, whether yeah, it's a probably team or an expansion. Well, no, Oakland's going Oakland to Vegas. wants to go to Vegas. No, so whether by Michael, expansion Michael, or I, by I a will... team going there, there's a team that's going to be in Nashville within the next decade. Whether it's, it's a new team, time. we don't know that for 100% certainty. But the way this team is going, we don't. We can't say we for sure know. We think that they're not, but we don't know for sure. And that's the scary part now with everything that's happening, especially with now Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn officially, you know, being relieved of their duties. And I actually have the statement that Jerry made public well, yeah, before let's, this let's, game let's, started. Yeah, well, like, let's just get back to the news and, yeah. you know. So, per Jerry Reinsdorf, he released this statement earlier today about an hour before the White Sox game started tonight as we'll currently record this and it reads and I quote this is an incredibly difficult decision for me to make because they are both talented individuals with long term relationships at the White Sox Uh, Ken is like a son to me and I will always consider him a member of my family I want to personally thank I want to personally thank Rick and Ken for all they have done for the Chicago White Sox, winning the 2005 World Series and reaching the postseason multiple times during their tenures. I have nothing but the greatest respect for them as people and appreciate the commitment and passion for the White Sox they have exhibited over the years. Ultimately, the well-worn cliche that professional sports is a result results-oriented is correct. Um, while we have enjoyed successes as an organization and were optimistic heading into the competitive window of this rebuild, this year has proven to be very disappointing for all of us on many levels. This has led me to the conclusion that the best decision for the organization moving forward is to make a change in our baseball department leadership. And quote, it looks like the White Sox are currently 49 and 76 on the season, 21 games out of the American League wildcard hunt. The team is potentially poised to have one of the worst 162 game seasons in team history, putting a stunning end to a rebuild that had begun with tons of promise 
after the acquisitions of Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, among others. Williams has been with the White Sox since 1992 and has served as the executive vice president since 2011. He was the general manager when the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, snapping an 88-year drought. He held that role from 2001 to 2011, overseeing clubs that went to the playoffs on two different occasions. Han has served as his team's GM since 2011 and had overseen a rebuild that had resulted in back-to-back playoff appearances in 2020 and 2021. Last year, the White Sox missed the postseason, prompting them to hire Pedro Grifol as the club's manager. They have struggled often this season and are 27 games under 500, entering Tuesday's game against Seattle. According to the White Sox, a search for a, quote, single decision maker will begin immediately. That article was brought to you by NBC Sports Chicago, as I just read off of. So, hearing all that, your reactions go. Um, well, one of the points that he made was uh, when he said that Kenny Williams is like a son to me. And uh, not like I've heard him say that about people that are bad at their jobs that he keeps around way too long before <clears throat> uh, Gar Pax I mean that is that is part of a problem he is uh, he has his people and uh, no matter how good or or definitely how bad they are at their job they have the best job security in the world because they are all you know buddy buddy with you know with Father Jerry, so it's just it's just it's just about darn time. I mean, I would have done it after last year, but obviously, I don't own the White Sox and I can't make those decisions. Yeah, it's just it's it, it's really sad that it's come to this, uh, but. It was the right. It was the right decision. Uh, I mean, this team went from, you know, contending for the world's, you know, trying to contend for a World Series to, you know, a bottom feeder in the league in two years. Not not even like a year and a half or whatever. It has been. I'm I'm, st- I'm just so out of it. I haven't I haven't watched a game in. I don't think I've watched a full White Sox game since opening night. Mm, I did last night, and I'm watching this one. <laughs> I, I don't know how you still do it, but... Uh, I told you, man, I love baseball too much. I don't care what game is on or how the White Sox are. I watch baseball year-round, and I don't care how bad they are. I will watch the games. All the power to you. Uh... But, you know, it's just, you know, it, it was the right move. Uh, it was it was pretty long overdue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Uh, what, does, what does give me a little, I don't know, uh, hope is that he, he mentioned that he, they're looking for a sole operator of baseball, you know, 
operations. That was the point that I was going to bring up. That's the one thing that I really took away and from I'm this. And I am like, I'm like, uh, well, duh. <laughs> well, he, like, he, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deep dive into that a little bit because when I, when I first saw that, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting thing to say. And I'll tell you why. Because we've had all these reports these last 24, yeah, 24 plus hours about them having internal interviews and Jerry's considering selling the team or relocating them. Everything's kind of up in the air. Nobody really knows what exactly is going to happen, at least on that front. Now, Kenny and Rick are gone. As effective immediately, currently as we speak, they don't, they are unemployed. And first and foremost, for them as human beings, this sucks for them, and I wish them all the best in whatever they do next in their lives. I hope they're okay. I hope that whatever they do next in life, they kill it. I really hope they do, I, honestly, as a human being. Because no, it's never fun to lose your job, no matter what. So I want to at least say that to them as human beings. But Kenny and Rick are gone. That is the one thing that everybody has been clamoring for for years now. Or if not decades, at least for Kenny Williams-esque. So, okay, now what? Now what happens? If there was no reports yesterday about Jerry considering selling the team or relocating them and blah, 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 I wouldn't really look into this as much as I am right now because now that those reports are happening and it says on here, in quote, a search for a single decision-maker beginning immediately... I think this is a subtle, what's the word? It's it's a subtle note. That, hint? A subtle hint that he is going to sell the team. Because I think that the single decision make, in quote, in quote, means a new owner, single guy owning the team. That's what I think it means. Uh, uh, I think I it could mean that. I don't think it necessarily does. I think that. I think that it more means is that they're going to be looking for just a guy, like one guy who is like the GM and like only him and he's making the decisions. So, so where you don't have Rick and Kenny both doing their own thing and it's like, you know, it, you know, like the Brookfield Zoo. So you think something's going to happen? Like I, I'm, I, I don't really know well, because much there was about a, other teams. Because but there I'm, was a, he, he put out a statement. Um, and also with the article is that they they are going to start looking for, you know, a sole, uh, you know, decision maker on baseball opera- operations by the before the end of the season. But that so, could still mean for Jerry to sell. He could be quietly, you know talking with people about selling the team and people wanting to buy it blah 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 and figure all that out so by when the playoffs are done he officially announces hey so and so or so and so group are buying the team I'm out and now they come in and immediately say okay this is the new president of baseball operations and we go forward from here you know completely clean house that could be a thing because again like we mentioned yesterday and again if you haven't listened to the previous podcast episode which is going to be really close to coming out with this one go listen to it we talked about the white Sox are really good at being hush hush about their operations whether signing guys or trading guys or management whatever the case may be they're very good about hiding things that they don't want made public 
I heard I was listening to Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000, and they have they are, in my opinion, the top guys in ESPN 1000 in general about their sources and what they know about internally about things in the Chicago sports world. And they were saying that they have the sources saying they're like, oh yeah, Jerry made this news public about the rumors about him selling the team and internal interviews. He dropped that hint on purpose to get people talking. Because I was saying yesterday, there's no way that this could have been leaked by anyone else unless it was on purpose. And it sounds like that was the case. So I think this is Jerry giving us a subtle hint that like, hey, I'm going to sell the team. But it's only those people that that crack through the code that, are, okay, hey, Jerry, this sole, this single decision maker, does this mean you're selling? Yes, it does. All right. I want it. I think that could be a thing. Maybe it's not, but it could be. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen now because now that there's we don't have a GM or executive vice president right now. There's right. literally no one that's making the decisions. Jerry's the one now making the sole decisions about every little thing. Somebody being called up. That's now his decision. There's yeah. nobody else that's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I don't know when they said we'll begin immediately about the single decision maker. I don't know if that's going to be in a day or a week or at the end of the season I don't know I don't know what's going to happen now and it's kind of it's 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 fun right now because everything's up in the air but it's also kind of scary because I don't know what's going to happen to this team now I really don't it can go in a million different directions right now and it's like I don't I don't know which way they're going to go what do you think I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to be interesting, which kind of makes me believe that they are going to try to try to find their guy as soon as possible. So you think it's going to be something like like the Cubs with Jet Hoyer being the sole guy that's making all the decisions while Tom yes. Ricketts is the owner, something yes. like that? Yes. I don't know that's how the other way it teams should be. operate. I, yeah, I don't know how other teams operate. At least. That ask, I hear you know other teams have GMs and, and executive vice presidents or baseball uh, president of baseball operations, all these different titles. Some guys have, some teams have three guys, some guys have one. Hey, all of them are very different in a different ways. Right. So, but but usually the vice president of baseball, like he's more of like behind the scenes, and then the general manager is putting together the team. Yeah, the day to day operations, and right. the Physical guys on the field. Correct. But you're thinking they should get just one single guy yes. for that. Yes. Okay. Uh, because then you don't have to, you know, then you don't have, you know, two people, you know, you know, arguing about stuff and, you know, they can't come to, you know, agreement, you know, and the other one starts doing things, uh, you know, without like, oh, what am I trying to say? The other one's doing things. You know, while the other guys, try, you know, doing other things, you know, it just it gets it gets muddy and it stuff like this can happen where a promising team gets cut off by, at the feet and, uh, you know, now they're fired. So mm-hmm. and I, I, I have I have somebody in mind that 
To take over? To take to over, t- yes. Okay, that, that was quick. Who do you got? Well, he's a familiar face. Don't don't say Theo Epstein. Don't say Theo Epstein because it's not going to. Is are you were you gonna say Theo Epstein? Yes, you were. Because you have to taking... ruin my fun. <laughs> it's not going to be Theo Epstein. It's not. Theo Epstein is one of the people working underneath the commissioner of baseball. And if anything, Theo Epstein eventually is going to become the commissioner of baseball. I don't think he has any sole interest right now of doing what he did before with the Cubs and being executive vice president or what have you of a baseball team. I don't think he has any interest in that, and I don't. And I don't blame him for his position. So, it. I would. I would love that, considering he broke the curse of the Red Sox and the Cubs within a decade of each other. He broke two of the biggest curses, not just in baseball but in sports history. Mm-hmm. So, that's a very good guy to talk about and want here, but I don't think that's realistic. I don't, at least, at least not at this moment of time. Maybe it will change. Maybe it'll come out like he'll come out and say, "Hey, I would love to take the white sex position." Well, then bring your butt over here. Where you're hired. You know, I would hire him now. But this I don't is, think he has any this, sort of interest. Dude, this this is funny, is because <laughs> this this is why I love podcasts and this is why I love my friend Michael. On one point, I, you know, I'm like. You know, oh, this, you know, no, that won't happen. And Michael's like, oh, well, yeah, there's a strong possibility. And then I come up with something and I'm like, yeah, this is a strong possibility. And then Michael's like, no, I don't think that'll happen. God, I love that. I love you, Mike. That's literally called a discussion. No, oh, you yeah, have one point, I have the other. <laughs> I mean, the, again, the Epstein would be freaking phenomenal, but I don't think it's realistic at all with the position he has in the MLB world and what he's done in the past. I don't think he really has interest because I honestly I'd rather be the commissioner of baseball than running a baseball team. If if I had to choose, you know, obviously make way more money with one of the positions and that. But like, I don't know who would solely take over the operations of the White Sox. But Bob Nightingale actually tweeted out some hours ago that if the White Sox, you know, stay their course as they always do about hiring people internally for new positions and don't go outside the organization, you know who's next in line to take over as the leading candidate? Chris Getz. If that happens. Chris Getz. This is a even this is just a bigger bigger disaster than Yeah, thought. if Chris Getz becomes the sole leader, quote unquote, of this White Sox team as in uh president of baseball operations or even a GM, Chris Getz becomes like I love Chris Getz. He's a you know, he's a nice guy. He does okay with our farm system and player development. Really he's, he's and he's not terrible, but he's not good either. Like, if he becomes the president of baseball operations, like, we're right back where we started. We need fresh eyes. We need new blood. We need new catch, like, just new moniker everything. New cliche everything about this organization. We need a shake-up. We need a fresh-up. We need... Everything needs to be new. Because everything in this organization, about the culture, the people that run it, has clearly not worked for decades 
Mm-hmm. And if if Jerry Reinsdorf is serious about getting real change and changing this team for the better in the long run, he needs to get new eyes and new perspectives from outside the organization. That's what needs to simply happen. And yeah. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he's going to sell the team before the season ends. I don't know what he's going to do. Because again, as we iterated, he is the sole operator of this whole entire team now. He makes all of the decisions. There's no GM. There is no president of baseball, of baseball operations in this current moment of time as we speak. So it's all on him now, solely. Even more like it was before with him as the owner and the chairman, but now it really is. There's literally those spots are vacant. He makes the sole decision. So I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he has up his sleeve. I don't know what he's going to hire or who he's going to hire. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, maybe very... he has something up, up his sleeve that we were not expecting and, you know, is like awesomely amazing. Please. He, he could take Lord. a page from Virginia McCaskey. Cause for the longest time, the McCaskies were the same exact way. Always hired internally. were very loyal. Didn't really change anybody in the front office because they were essentially family blah, like the whole same exact scenario as what's happening now with Jerry and the White Sox. But what happened two years ago, Virginia McCaskey and George McCaskey officially basically said, you know what? We're done. We're still going to own the team, but like, we're done. They let go of Ted Phillips and they hired Ryan Poles and they let him do his thing. They didn't interfere in any sort of way. And what did they do? They went out the organization and got the absolute best top of the shelf type of hire as the president in Kevin Warren. And look where the Bears are now. They've never been more exciting and more fresh to watch in years, as long as I could ever remember as a 26 year old. So why can't that happen with the White Sox now? If Jerry goes outside the organization and gets the top of the line guy, maybe it is Theo Epstein, I don't know. But if he goes out and gets the at least as best as he can, top of the shelf type of guy or girl to be the president of baseball operations he needs to step aside and and don't care he needs to just step aside go to vacation for a year in hawaii and just let whoever run the team and they'll call you when they need something but it's their baby let them do it that's what needs to happen and i don't know if he will do that i don't think he can do that honestly but We've been proving wrong before with the McCaskies who are the same way, so I don't now, now these next few weeks, really this next month, is going to be very fun to watch. Uh, from many different perspectives about this White Sox organization. Because you also mentioned earlier, Christian, about the Bulls. Because obviously the mm-hmm. Rhinestorps own the Bulls as well. And Captain J Hood at ESPN 1000 were also talking about this about Michael Reinsdorf, Jerry's son. Would he be essentially the next heir to own slash operate the White Sox? And from what they were saying on the radio this morning, 
Michael Reinstorf has absolutely no interest in running slash owning the White Sox. He's, at least at this moment in time, solely sticking with the Bulls and running the Chicago Bulls. That is, at least at this moment in time, what I have heard. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how reliable that is. But that is what I have heard, at least as of today. So, again, I don't know what's going to happen now. Jerry Reinsdorf is sole possession of his whole entire team and makes every single decision from here on out because he's the only guy that running things. So, I don't know. What do you think happens? Uh, To be honest with you, I have no clue. Because every time uh, we think we know what he's going to do, he absolutely comes out with bombshells. So, and not a good way. <laughs> it, yeah. So, it, it's it's a it's a wait and see thing. So, because the the biggest point that we had made yesterday, talking on our previous episode, was that all these words about they're having internal interviews and this consideration selling the team, yada yada yada. Our biggest point was we don't care. Do something. It's all words show us something. And you know what? They did. They, not they, he put his money where his mouth was. Maybe maybe that's not a good good phrase to say, but he actually made a significant change. Finally, but he did. He fired Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams. That is a significant change. In this organization well, that's, that's the for years thing. to come. I mean, that's the whole baseball operations uh, team right there. So. It is. So, I don't know what happens now. I I would say that Jerry needs to sell the team. Because yes. the way, not necessarily because of him as a human being, but the way that he operates business in that organization. The way that the league runs now is that if you want to be a real contender and a real team, you have to pay top dollar for these big dogs. You right. have to be willing to spend $150 million, $200 million, $300 million for these top elite players. This payroll is not like it was in 1995 where you don't go over $100 million for anybody. That's just not how it works anymore. And if you can't do that, sell the team. Because that's not how this league runs. That is not how this this organization operates. If you can't shed that, you should sell the team. Because it's just simply not how it works. Right. You have to spend money to make money, baby. Mm-hmm. It's the age-old adage. Like... You have to spend money to make money. It's as simple as that. If, you, if you're cheap on everything and go to the dollar store for everything, it simply doesn't work in the end because everything is so low quality and eventually everything just doesn't last as long and is not as good as other things. I'm not saying go out and spend $600 million on Shohei Otani. That's not at all what I'm saying. Because he, right now, in this current state of this team, even if Shohei Otani comes here, he's not going to make a difference on this team. He's simply not with the way that this team is. I'm saying, like, you need to go out and get guys 
like a Trey Turner, like a Bryce Harper, like a Nick Castellanos, like a Kyle Schwarber, some guys like that that make significant impact on this team. If you guys would have actually gone out and signed a guy like that to finish off, to tip off this rebuild, this team would be solely different, or at least it most likely would, because they have a superstar that's going to carry this team. They half-assed this rebuild. That's simply what they did. So I hope whoever comes in next understands that and makes those changes and makes those elite signings and trades and actually, you know, gives a shit, you know? Like, just so that's all we've ever asked. Give a shit, please. That's all we've ever asked is actually just at least act like you care. That's all we've ever asked for. Is that so much to ask for? I mean, no, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. We're not, like, we're not, we're not, I don't mean to throw a fan base under the bus, and I really don't mean to, but, like, the Yankees organization is, like, we're not the Yankee fans. We're not demanding that you go out and sign every single $300 million free agent that comes out every single year. That's not what we're demanding. We're just demanding that you go out and get a second baseman, get a right fielder, get more back-end starting pitcher depth. Do things that we've been asking you to do for like five, ten years. That's all we've asked you to do. It's not that hard. I don't understand why it is. So, who knows? This team is going to go one way or another in a massively different direction. Whether that's for the good or whether that's for the bad, there is going to be a significant change in direction on this team whether by the end of the season or into the offseason and into next year. This team is going to be dramatically different one way or another, whether it's by front office and or by players and guys on the field. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I think that's yeah. all we can really say at this point. I, I don't know where this team's going to go, and I'm very excited to see where it goes one way or the other. Yeah, so, definitely. You got, you got any final thoughts? Uh. No, just, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we can really say. Again, in conclusion, before we sign off, again, to Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams, we at Two Bums and a Mic wish you the best in your future endeavors. Wherever you guys end up, if you sign another team or you retire or whatever else you decide to do in your life we truly wish you the best and luck and i hope your families are okay and well taken care of and i hope everything turns out the best for you both as human beings with that being said thank you all for listening to this emergency episode of the two bombs and a mic sports podcast again you can listen to us on spotify spotify for podcasters apple Podcasts, and everywhere that you get your podcast you can follow us on our socials on instagram twitter and facebook all at two bombs and a mic i have been michael i have been christian and actually we didn't mention this but kevin is actually at the white Sox game right now watching this all unfold <laughs> before our very eyes so on his behalf too who's at the stadium right now in spirit we will see you next time